All right, thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. So do us a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channel, participate in the conversation by commenting or upvoting the video, and hit the bell for notifications. Also, I want to let you know that these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That is why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. It's terms and conditions apply. Hey, I am here with Jason Jordan. We're going to do a little bit of college basketball recruiting, a little bit of refresher on this year's class, a little look forward into next year's class. Jason, how you doing, man? Doing well, man. Doing well. How about you? I'm, I'm doing quite well. With it being a bye week and this being a crazy football-centric show, I did want to take an opportunity to hit basketball since the season's about a week away, it's gotten here really quick. Yeah, yeah, it's you know it's so crazy. I, it's always it always, but I find myself saying this every early November. It's like, oh, it's here, you know. So that's a good thing. That's a good. Thing. <laughs> yeah, it it really is. Now, the twenty twenty two class. Um, these are players that are going to potentially contribute on Ole Miss's team this year. Um. Amari Abram, Malik Ewan, TJ Caldwell. Talk a little bit about that class and some of the standouts that could emerge from it. Yeah, so, you know, I, I really like the class. Um, I really like Amari. I think Amari, you know, I, I think <laughs> Amari could potentially be, you know, the fastest guard in the world. <laughs> Just he plays really fast, high tempo. But, you know, he plays really smart, a high IQ guy. And um, he's going to definitely bring that energy, which is what you want at that spot, you know, for sure. And Malik, um, you know, just just a big, just a big body, big body down there who checks off a lot of boxes. And, you know, um, just I like to call I like to say he he impact. He's like an impact player, meaning he's not just going to do one thing uh, and you're going to point to that one thing and say, okay, um, this is what he does. So he, he's going to fill the stat sheet and, you know, he's going to, um, you know, contribute in ways that are not even on the stat sheet because, you know, hustle plays, reflections, change of shots, change of thought process for the, I always say that the other team coming down there. Um, so he's, he's a guy, you know, at his size, you know, six, nine, but he, you know, he can step out, uh, and you know, play big, but he can. He's also you know, great hands and finishes plays and you know things like that. So I, he's a guy I'm really high on. Then you got TJ, who um, may be one of the most athletic players in that class, but you know, just real bouncy, real rangy, and uh, he's able to get out and transition and uh, be kind of that spark that you guys uh, could definitely. Be. But I think um, I would say Amari is the guy that I would look at in that class. Uh, it's hard because I don't know. I mean. I think a lot of those guys are going to be a contributor, but I would look at Amari um, as a, he's just he's a high IQ guy. What I like about him is as fast as he plays, um, most of the time when you talk about a guy who plays at that pace, he's they're unable to play at a slower pace. You know, they, they tend to know one speed when that's their strength, but he's able to calm down and dictate pace and play the half-court set, run the offense, and he makes good basketball-winning plays. So he's a guy that your fans are going to um, eventually love. Yeah. I'm confident. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I'm looking forward to whenever it tips off next week. Now let, let's move to next year's class, um, the class of 2023. Yeah. Um, 
one of the players that stands out that everybody's talking about is the kid from MRA, Madison Ridgeland Academy, um, Josh Hubbard, who to me, whenever I watch him play, I see a little bit of Steph Moody in his game. Um, yeah. A, a slight guy, kind of a bouncy guy, lot, shoots the outside shot very well. Um, talk about this class and, again, um, Josh Hubbard in specific. Yeah, I, what I love about Josh is, first, I like to say he's a high IQ guy, right? And so at that position, that is entirely what you want and need uh, there for sure. You know, but he he's adept at getting downhill, getting to the rim. You're not – I have not seen anyone that can stay in front of him. Um, so, uh, you know, he's getting to his spots early and often. But, you know, when he gets there, he's a guy who also plays a couple plays ahead and ahead in his head so he's he's a guy that's why he's a high iq guy but um he get he he's adept at delivering the ball to teammates in positions where they can be most effective so he's a thinker um but he's also a three-level scorer you know he knows when to call his own number and that's that's big too because you know at that position uh, you know 10 especially even with seniors they're still younger players when they get to college um he knows when to call his own number. At this, at this point, he does, and I've only seen that. He knows when to call his own number and when to, you know, run the offense and run it through because he – I believe it's because he thinks a couple plays ahead. So he's a guy who's definitely going to be – and, you know, I know why the buzz is around him, and it's warranted. Um, but he's a guy who's definitely going to be a fan favorite for you guys a thousand percent. So, um, Josh Hubbard or Deshaun Ruffin um, at the same stage in high school? How about a, how about a Man, little comparison there? Woo, that's tough because you know I'm a Deshaun guy. I'm a Deshaun <laughs> guy. <laughs> I'm a Deshaun guy. He he was different, man, because uh, you know Deshaun went out and just obliterated the competition at the Nike UIBL. I mean, it, I never understood. I always thought he was underrated, even though he ended up being you know pretty highly rated. I always felt like he was still underrated just because of his size, but he went out there and he roasted everybody, everybody he went up against. He just cooked them. But, um, so I would probably same stage give the, just based off, um, the numbers he put up in the UIB, I would give Deshaun slight edge there, but they play a little bit different. I feel like, um, I feel like Josh is, um, a little bit more of a, you know, stronger guard, you know, he can absorb contact a little bit better and finish through it. Um, and Deshaun was more like wiry up and down, but energy, you're not going to match his energy, you know? So I would, I would give it a slight edge to him, but I mean, we're talking about two levels of great there. So, you know, we're winning either way. So, um, Ole Miss got some length also in the 2023 class with Rashad Marshall and Jordan Burks. Um, talk about them, what people can expect from them. Yeah. I like Rashad, big body down there, rim protector, um, great hands great hands but um, he has great anticipation and timing on on his shot blocks and so um, that's one of the things that really uh, stands out to me but and then you got Jordan Burks who you know uh, you know at his size at 610 you know he's I won't call him a finesse player because he's strong but I mean he's out there maneuvering like a, a wing a guard you know he can handle the ball that well and he's um great I mean, he's like a dream in the high post. You could facilitate an offense through him. Um, so if you're running that high low at the high at the high post, I mean, he's gonna 
because he's very agile and um, very skilled. So he's knocking down shots from 15 feet very efficiently. And, you know, he can create his own shot from the perimeter. And he's efficient, uh, lost in the three-point balls, the long ball. So I definitely think um, he's going to be a guy. That's the one I would say, you know, look out for him to to really um, be a star in that class just because of his skill set. His skill set okay. is just – it's an NBA – he has more of an NBA game. That's the best okay. way to put it. All right, yeah. before we get out of here um, – in the 2022 and 2023 class, it could be a totality, it could be anything. What are fans not thinking of? Like all these pieces when combined, is there a stylistic thing? Is there something that we're missing? Yeah. Well, are you saying because the fans are, are they getting restless? Are they, are they not happy when you say they're no, missing? No, no, no. Like stylistically with the way that Kermit Davis played at MTSU, is this team a fit for what that team? was compared to what the, he did the first couple right. of years at Ole Miss. Right. So the trend in college basketball as a whole, and clearly the trend based off what you guys are signing and, you know, going after is you want to flood the court with playmakers, especially at the guard position who can enter, play interchangeable at the different guard positions. Basically you want to, you want to have a team of guys who can get the rebound and go. And if you look at the national champions for the last couple of years, those are the guys who have won. You know, he's a point guard. Give him the ball on the outlet. No, we don't do that anymore. Let's go. Everybody go, you know. And clearly that's where the game is going. That's where it's evolving. You talk, we were just talking about Josh. Um, I mean, sorry, Jordan Burks. And just talking about his um, versatility. But you want a play. You want length and versatility. And you're flooding the court with playmakers. And that's clearly what you guys are doing in the next two classes. I mean, with the current class and the class after. And so that's where the game is going. That's how you win. And um, I would trust the process because you guys are definitely getting the, the personnel to um, to build a successful program for years right. to come. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty impressed. Um, it, Kermit probably needs to turn it around, but the SEC has got – Kermit has the bad misfortune of the SEC just becoming real about the same time that he came into the league. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's trending in the right direction. So I would, I would definitely lean in on that. Okay. Anyway, thank you, Jason. And um, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen today for your second listen today. Check out Locked On Sports Today's from the games that matter most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights from Locked On. Locked on Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Jason Jordan joined us today. Thank you very much. Um, we'll have to do it again shortly, whenever we can. Look forward to it, Steve, anytime. All right, thanks, bud.